this week on three sides you get us that's all that matters right and we talk all kind of stuff we talk wasp we talk nostalgia we go back to our memories our fond memories we talk about the night stalker yeah, having a cloud and the- God help us all. All right. So I will see you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Kiss. Three sides of the coin. Talking all things. Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. SidesOfTheCoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your so support. This week on Three Sides of the Coin, it's just me, Mark, and Tommy. Because, like last week for me, poor Mike has a sick kid. Lisa, that would, be, that would be Tommy, Mark, and I. Keep in mind, I did raise an English teacher. Whatever. You know, you're like <laughs> my brother, fucking grammar. <laughs> grammar cops, he used to call it. Whatever. You know what I mean. Thanks. Thank, the three of us. There you go. Let's eliminate all grammar and just say the three of us. Pretend you're back in Pittsburgh. I'm with these three guys. Oh, that's actually more Chicago. That's more Chicago. I'm with Yens guys. That's what the proper Yens guys. Yens guys. Yens. Yens guys. Not Yens guys. That's Chicago. Yens. Yens. Get it right, Mark. Look, I don't spend much time in Pittsburgh, although I have been there a few times. Everyone should spend time in Pittsburgh. It is. I had fun. I, I can't believe the bridge is fucking everywhere. Holy shit, man. You know, that's the Pittsburgh has the most bridges of any city, including Venice. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw Look Kiss. I saw Kiss a couple times there, and I my I my son played hockey there. So uh, that's my only times I've been to Pittsburgh. Just uh, hockey and Kiss. Kiss. We went to the Kiss Expo. That's, I, that's right. That's right. You and I were in the same room, but we un- un- unfortunately we weren't buds yet. And I have a picture of you. That's right, because I I was getting something signed. I, that was one of the great things about being a uh, what do you call it? Being a Herbert. Uh, <laughs> nice. No, but when when you were a dealer at the official conventions, we it was kind of like you know you had backstage stuff so i had stuff i wanted to get signed and we had the band all to ourselves it was fucking great so paul's just coming over and signing shit left and there's like a whole group of people like waiting out front to get stuff signed but we were able to remember they had like the barricade there yeah yeah and and paul was behind the barricade with the dealers how did i get back there you got to earn that I don't, even know. I don't even remember how I got there. I just remember standing there. And if you look, um, what was what was the security? Uh, Andre? Big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big he, guy. He has his hand like on my back. Like, like he had his hand on my back. And I guess I, I forget who I was getting something signed by. It might have been. I think it was Bruce or Eric, maybe. In the picture, you're in the background. And I was like, you know, after all these years, I look at the picture. I'm like. Is that Mark? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, I was. Matter of fact, I was wearing a Red Wing shirt that day. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. I know. I know. I crazy. Know. Crazy. See, funny. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I tell you what, Tommy came up with. Oh, number one, Tommy. Since since Mike's not here, I guess I got to ask you uh, any comments on last oh, yeah. week's show. Oh yeah, we've got several. He just thinks I, I don't do my job. 
Um, Bill Stick 666 said, Tommy's correct. Buck Cherry is the new cheap trick. Very underrated. Um, Almost Human. My favorite Striper albums are The Fallen, Goddamn Evil, and even The Devil Relives. I prefer... Believe. Relieves? Oh, okay. Sorry. Believe. Oh, well, it's R. Yeah, he, he, so he... It's re- I don't know what he's under. Uh, I prefer it over the 80s albums, and I love those as well. So we got lots of comments, um, and our buddy Alex uh, hopped in. He said he enjoyed his time with you on the boat, got to hang out. So there you go. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm having Alex withdrawals. We, we had so much fun, you know, oh, just, just, him and Anna, they're just... Yeah, they're just wonderful people. That's all there is to it. Yeah, so, you know... Um, yeah, I have, I have not seen any, I haven't even, I haven't had time. So I'll, I'll check out the comments here at some point, but, uh, well, and and we talked about, did we, I talked about Ace Fraley last week. We haven't spoken about Wasp yet. And I want to give a shout out to the Trinity of Terror tour, Andy's tour right now, Blackville Brides with Motionless and White, um, Ice Nine Kills and, oh God. I can't remember the first name. I should know this stuff. Um, Atreyu, a uh, great uh, quad bill. If you like metal, get out there. Lots of great visuals, really good sound. They just played in, at the Armory in Minneapolis last week, 6,500 people. Place was packed. Uh, great show for the price. Get out there and support our friend, Andy. Even though he's a Bengals fan, we'll just let that pass. Well, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. You and that's, that's the thing that sticks right here, right here. You know, uh, there's no sticking with you because you've had, you've won six. All right. I don't want to hear <laughs> anything from you about that. All right. The Bengals have not won one yet. The Vikings have not. The Lions have not. Uh, Buffalo has not. There are so many teams that have not even won when you've got six and you're whining. So I don't want to hear it. Fuck them. Okay. Yeah. And Not I, that I care, but before there was a Super Bowl, the Detroit Lions did win, did win NFL championships. The last one being 1957, which is what makes this so funny, because since then they've won one, exactly one playoff game since 1967. And again, I uh, wait seriously, I, just one, yeah. one playoff game since 1950. Seven. Yep, they've been rebuilding. That is how. Again, look, I'm done. I, I I have not watched the Lions game in the last couple of. Well, that's not true. I I will watch just like I did last year. I will watch the Thanksgiving game, but that's it. I I will tell you, and and I and I mean this in all sincerity. <clears throat> I've I wish I would have done this years ago. I'm I'm my Sundays used to be mandatory NFL. Got to got to watch not anymore i've been band practice bike riding doing stuff it's i wish i would have done this years ago and i mean that sincerely well and i think it's also fair to mention to everybody that the reason you're going to watch the game on thanksgiving is because you'll be in a food coma you'll be in your archie (laughs) oh no 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 i will not be in a food coma because oh it's before or you're going starts at 12 30 oh it's early okay so then it's always early so he's sniffing around the kitchen. All right. Yeah. Mike, Mark is very much like the character in 
that movie, Christmas Story. Uh, Christmas Story. You yeah. are Gavin McLeod. Yeah. Gavin McLeod. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Yes. Gavin McLeod. Yeah. Gavin. I said Gavin, didn't I? Isn't Gavin McLeod the guy from the Love Boat? No, the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. He's the dad. Every Lisa. Everybody knows this. Really. It's what was his name? Kovalchek or Kolchak? What was his name Kolchak. in the show? Kolchak, yeah. the Night Stalker. Fuck yeah, I love that show, man. I loved all that stuff. Lisa, you didn't, you did not know that that was uh, the Night Stalker. No. That's what made it even better that he was in that show because it was so different from what his character was in the Night Stalker. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> See, we mm-hmm. should have better and said, "Loser had to take your top off." <laughs> <laughs> I still that's so funny see now I, I see I learn something new every day that's why it's good when you hang out with us now, was, it was that was the night stalker the movie the show what was it it was a TV, the TV show. show oh it was fantastic uh-huh. oh my god that was a great show he was a reporter in Chicago who chased vampires and other odd and unusual unexplainable door. things Polchak the night, yeah, stalker. the night stalker. Yeah, the night stalker. Yeah. Da- Darren McGavin. Oh, Darren McGavin. Okay. First of all, Gavin McCloud is um, is Captain Steubing on the love boat. Same thing. No, it's not the same. <laughs> I was thinking I was wrong, and now wow, you look you know, like you're, an ass. Well, you're Tommy's just really like reaching here to, to <laughs> prove wow. a point that's not yeah, important. Take your top off now, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, we didn't bet, so oh, we can't. Next time we will. Next time we will. I'm over here going, I, I'm like, Gavin McLeod, I swear to God, he was Captain Steubing. I'm like, am I, am I missing? Is there like another Gavin McLeod I don't know about? It's fucking Darren McGavin. Not even close. Boom. Lisa just fucking overtaking the show here. This is yeah. all Lisa all the time. I just can't believe that you go to this links to, you know, to try to correct something that's really not important. So we had an incorrect correction. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I learn something new all the time. But anyway, sons of bitches bump his head. <laughs> sons of bitches bump his guy. Fuck. You know, matter of fact, um, the 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 new one is on and on Thursday. Today's what the fifteenth, the seventeenth. The the reboot is on with them. You know, in the seventies. I cannot wait. I oh love my it. God. You know, that's one of my favorite shows is, is the Christmas story. And I can't watch it any other time, but like if Christmas. it's on, you can't, I can't like, oh, it's weird. You know, you're going to watch the new love boat. Yeah. I'm going to watch the new love boat on the new, on Netflix. Is there really a new love boat? <laughs> We're going back to the Gavin McLeod thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't no, know. I, on, I thought I, it was on CBS. Oh, oh my God. No, there's no new love boats. Yeah, there is. No, is there no, really? no, no, no. Is there? I I tell yeah. you what, I I watch no TV at all. I mean, well, put it that I watch sports and stuff, sports and news, but I I couldn't tell you any series, any shows. I just don't care. It's oh, just out of out of my right. lexicon. It's we called Love Sur- Boat Twenty Twenty Two. The See, real we Love watch Boat Survivor series. and Amazing Race. I love those two shows. Oh well, yeah. Oh okay. I didn't. Oh, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. I don't even need to watch it. They know it's hard. How can you even sit through that stuff? I have a hard time flipping by that garbage when I'm going from game to game. Are you talking about <laughs> Survivor? 
any of that stuff. Any, oh, well, I can oh. tell you. Since you're asking, I'll tell you. First off, Survivor I love because there's just so much human instinct in there and people go against what bet what's in their best interest because they can't get out of their own way. So I find that very entertaining. As far as this amazing race, I love to watch that because I get to see places in the world that I may never actually get to. The stunt, the photography is stunning. And they go to Peru and they go to Russia and they go all these really cool places I've never heard of before. And they did a whole episode last season in Switzerland. And so it was cool because I was talking to Tom about it, you know, because mm. he's from Switzerland and he knew exactly where these places were. I'm like, I got to visit there sometime. So that's why. Speaking of Tom, uh, we should all have our box sets here in the next uh, few days. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting the Creatures box set this weekend. Um, well, it, that's that's if Kiss Online doesn't drop the ball again. But uh, supposedly they've got, uh, you know, got supposed to put it this way. Next Tuesday, if you chime in and I'm fucking pulling my hair out, <laughs> you'll, you'll not. Yeah, well, oh, again, God. even if they can't do it, just ship marks. Like you know? I said before, you know, the Destroyer one, you know, I got like a month and a half after. And then again, reading their bullshit excuses. It's a supply chain. No, it's not. I didn't go down to the fucking corner Walmart and fucking buy one. And the only reason I didn't is because I already paid full price to you. It's the only reason I didn't do that. So anyways, you know, I don't I hope we don't relive that. I, I hope that kiss online got their shit together um the only thing that's kind of scaring me is as some people say they've gotten emails that said hey you know your thing's gonna arrive on but i think those were amazon customers um it's supposed to arrive on the 18th and i haven't heard hiding or hair of it um i do know that they're produced matter of fact there was one on the ship uh, when i was on the boat which uh, matter it was for auction, which I kind of thought was odd because they, they had, and, and obviously they're friends of mine. I'm, I'm not, but I, I, when they had Tommy and Eric sign it, I'm like, why would you want the creatures box set with, with their signature? That kind of stuff is just weird to me. And well, I, I'll be honest, you know, um, I, I've asked Eric about that before, about him signing, because I've seen his signature. He's like, Mark, I just sign whatever people give me because that makes them happy. Right. Which is probably the smart thing. To yeah. Do. You know, why? And a matter of fact, I'll just tell you that right now because I don't think you'd have a problem with me saying that. Yeah. But, you know, when you're in that position and somebody hands you the record, you don't go, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't play on Destroyer, but they just want Kiss's autograph, you know, someone that was in Kiss or in Kiss. And, mm-hmm. and that's I, it. I got, my, um, I got my comic book, my original comic book signed. Mm-hmm. And you remember at the, the official expos, Mark, when like Paul, um, I know Eric, exactly. They, they just hand them down. Eric and yep. Paul were on one side and Gene and Bruce were on this side. And yep. I handed it to Gene. Gene signed it and handed it to Bruce. I was like, no, no. Don't no I've witnessed like, oh. that. I've witnessed that many times where, you know, they'll, especially it's funny for, for those of you who weren't at the, um, was, oh, do you remember the Alive Three release parties they had? Did you did you go to one of those? Yeah, I was. Yeah, obviously, I did the one here in Detroit. That was really assembly line. If you handed them something, I, they didn't care what it was. It just went down the line because they were trying to get the line through. So, as Lisa said, if they handed them the first album cover, or if they handed them a Kiss comic book, 
you'd have, you know, Gene, Paul, Eric, and, and, uh, and Bruce on it by the time you got it back. Cause that's what they did. So, you know, I, those I, guys I, are, it was, it was just that moment. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I tell Bruce now, I'm like, I can't believe you signed my comic book. <laughs> oh, so Bruce did sign it. I mean, I didn't know what it was. And again, he just was handing, he signed it. Yep. Yep. Because again, when fans hand stuff to those guys, they're not there to be the curator. They're just trying to make people happy. And normally when they're getting handed stuff, there's 20 more people in line that you just got to keep the, keep the line going, you know? Uh, speaking of which, I guess that would be a good segue into um, Wasp, which both Tommy and I, Lisa, you haven't seen the new tour, have you? I'm going the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let me tell you, hold on to your hats there, people. That was a great show. Um, uh, both, I'm a big fan of both Armored Saint and Wasp, so I was very, very happy um, with with the show. It was a lot of fun. It was very old school. It's funny because Tommy talked to me prior to me seeing them, and he made an incredible observation. It was very the lighting was very 70s, no spotlight. The lighting was from the back, so it's funny, Tommy. I was looking at your pictures today, and I was blown. By the way, Tommy just sent us some pictures to look at. Blown away because I thought to myself, how can anyone take good photos that way? And well, I thought your pictures were incredible. Well, that's very nice of you to say, but I got to tell you, I struggled. And Kyle, I was just chatting with Kyle because Kyle shot too, and he's just like, Jesus, we're really. And and it wasn't so much; it was the lighting too. But we just had a really. We were at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee, which is a beautiful theater, great fans, all that. But I had, we had one security guard that was, uh, he had, um, what do they call it? Short man syndrome, where he was trying to control <laughs> Napoleon syndrome. Like, yes. And I'm like, I'm here shooting not only for an international website, but also to give stuff to the band so they can use for socials. And you're going to try and tell me I can't stand in the pit to shoot. So I had to go get his manager bring his manager down there and then he backpedaled of course he's like well you can't stand there the whole show i'm like yeah no shit sherlock i was gonna only do it for two i told him that but these Tommy, guys did you then threaten him with a flying elbow off the top rope did i would love anything? to Tom, i would love to get up on stage jumped off and then i just <laughs> look I, I know it's a tough job to be a security guard especially at a motley crew show and some of these things i've seen but some of these guys just take it too freaking far so anyways, but so Mark, did you, you enjoyed it? I thought it was fantastic. I, I love Again, let's, let's start at the beginning. I was fortunate enough to, uh, to do the meet and greet. Blackie was wonderful. That meet and greet. Oh my God. You know, um, everybody asking him, you know, asking Blackie questions and, you know, it was just very well run very well organized it's because Michael's I, running shit that's why i look you know what you're Seriously. absolutely right that is why michael michael's stamp is michael's no bullshit stamp is all over that thing it ran on time it ran like fucking clockwork everybody was happy and i love the fact you're like you get two things signed not three not ten you get two and also, I, I love what the it fact, was, though. I mean, did it matter? Well, you couldn't bring musical. I, matter of fact, I, I just happened to have I, uh, I I brought the first two first pressings, of course. Um, uh, 
my first two albums. Now I've told the story before when I, I met Blackie, Lisa. Don't ask. <laughs> I'm in mid soliloquy and you got, I'm not even going there. <laughs> Look at my butt. Cat ass, that was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, she wanted to come up here. You got a critic. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody here, you know, listening to this going, what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. But anyways. Um, jumped on the desk and put her ass on the camera. There you go. So anyways, um, you know, I, I was, years ago, I got uh, all my singles and stuff signed. Um, so anyways, I, I, you know, I brought my buddy Bob with me. Um, he's a huge Wasp fan and we just had a ball. But again, like I said, you know, beforehand, they told everybody, do not ask Blackie questions and stuff. You're going to have plenty of time to do that. Let's get the autographs done, get you through the line, and then you can ask him whatever you want. And it, again, like I said, Michael's, you know, handprints are all over that. It was done so well, so professionally. And again, everyone adhered to it. And everyone, yeah, again, if you follow the rules... Everything goes smooth for everybody. Yeah, and it's better for everybody. Co- correct. So, anyways, so well, did that, you did you introduce yourself to him? You know what? Um, I was telling Michael too because doors were at seven, and at that time, I knew we just had enough time for uh, you know for the questions and stuff. And also, I know you know Michael said we're going to try and get Blackie on the show again. You know, later yeah. on in the year. So. Yeah. There were a lot of people, obviously, all those people paid to do that and stuff. I didn't think it was my place to ask questions or, you know, kind of muck up. Well, the I line. agree with you. I didn't know if the opportunity had had arisen or not since we had a just, launch. Just, just so people know. And again, I'm not patting myself on the back. But I had a few people actually, I am. Well, what did you ask? What did you? It's no different when I'm lucky enough to, you know, kiss when kiss, with mm-hmm. kiss, I always back away. Stand back up. and you keep your mouth shut. Tommy, you and I have done that together. If you remember when we were in, when I was in Minneapolis, I yeah. went last to get my picture taken. I went last because I, again, I'm lucky to do this sort of stuff. You know, Tommy and I, you know, kiss and, and you know, wasping and, and other things. We, look, we don't take it for granted. And we realize that people paid a lot of money to do this and they should be first. We, should be last absolutely and 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 you know what that's just the way it should be and uh anyway so no i didn't i i just had blackie sign my stuff and i i tried to be you know as quiet as a mouse doing i'm like here's my stuff thank you shake hand picture i wanted the the people again the people who paid full boat no you do the right thing like you always do i just was curious in case i didn't know what your situation was we hadn't spoken of it so yeah. So anyways, if there would have been more time, it would have been a different story. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, at least I, cause yeah, did I want to ask him? Sure, sure. But I'll get my chance at some point. So anyways, so that um, Armored Saint went on. I'm a big John Bush fan. Um, loved Armored Saint from day one, that first record. Mar- matter of fact, I had somebody ask me, um, matter of fact, uh, I'm going to go back when, when we were, when we were in line just with the people who did the meet and greets, I had half dozen three sides people come up and shake my hand and, 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 you know, a couple of them, we took some pictures and again, just like the cruise, everyone's so effing nice. You guys are the best, yeah. man. So anyways, yeah. So a lot of three sides love at the show, but anyways, one of them, and I'm, I'm sorry, I, 
I think his name's David from Toronto. Then he, he, I, you know, he asked if he could, I, I know the theater well, Harpo's. In Did he bring you some band. Canadian bacon? I wish he would have, because I love Canadian bacon. I know. But, 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 but David was part of the meet and greet and we, we were talking three sides and kiss and everything. And then when it came time for the show, I purposefully stood in one area because they have a little counter you can lean on, a little chair there. Because Tommy knows I like my convenience. And and, and like he that. saw me there and he's like, he's like, can I can I stand with? I'm like, sure, man. I don't, you know. So anyways, I got a prime spot for Wasp. Uh, watch the whole show from there. That was freaking great. Um, but the show itself, anyways, uh, Armored Saint was fantastic. Um, again, uh, that first record, March of the Saint, just phenomenal. So, uh, and their new record's really good too. So Armored Saint was great. Um, Wasp was fantastic. Played a nice medley um, of the first record. My, you know, it's funny because Michael did a, a little post on this and, and he's absolutely, there's no such thing as a perfect set list because, you know, relate this back to no, Kiss. Some people want to hear more 80s. Yeah, exactly. I, as a Wasp fan, I was bummed there was nothing off Headless uh, Children and there was nothing off of KFD. And I love both of those records. Um, so that was my, put it this way, that's nitpicking. Because the show was a 10 out of 10. The show was great. The songs were great. Um, just kind of ran out of real estate, meaning nothing off those two records, nothing off the latest record, you know, that he did, no, from a couple of years ago, either as well, you know. So it was it, it, it was it was a great high energy 80s metal show. And again, like Tommy said, the lighting, which I dug because it's I I it was very refreshing in a nostalgic way to see it a, 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 a concert lit like that very back heavy on the lights um you know a lot of silhouettes it really made you like pay attention to the show you know and so it's almost like in uh that same philosophy that they used in like jaws meaning we're not going to show the shark 24 7 because then the shark isn't scary anymore you know if they kind of when when you did get a full view you know, it, it, it was, it had more impact, you know what I mean? It was just, again, I really enjoyed the show visually and uh, I thought the band played great, incredible drummer. Um, and, uh, you know, just a great band and it was just a great night of, of, of heavy metal 80s style on a Friday night at Harpo's like it was for so many years for me. Cause my mother used to joke, they're like, if they move, they put a, if they put a McDonald's into Harpo's, you'd live there. And I'm like, yeah, because I was there, you know, that was like, that was my club when I was growing up. It's a big, big theater in a, you know, in a tough part well, there, of town. That's pretty cool. I know. Well, that, that was one of the things too. Uh, I put it on my Facebook post. That That's in a really bad area. I'm just gonna, you know, as they say, call a spade a spade. It's a, that's a bad part of town. A lot of crime. Um, but man, the club, it was security people up and down the streets everywhere. Things were well lit. Uh, they made their presence known. I felt, and again, I, I work in the city every day. So I don't get that vibe that some people who don't come downtown a lot. And again, this isn't downtown. Harpo's is in just a rough part of the city. 
Um, and every city has them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's rough parts, you know? Yeah. So, but they did, and they did an incredible job of making everyone, at least what I saw, everyone feel safe. And I, as I said in my Facebook post, I, I, I can't wait to go there again because I have such great memories of that place. And also the number one reason why I always loved Harpo's, that sound system is still the best sound system, I think, anywhere. It's super loud and it's super clear. No distortion, just very the, 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 just the PA there was just crushing. You could just feel every note. It was really, really cool. So anyways, that was my, uh, my wasp experience. Outstanding. Yeah. I enjoyed it too. I, I, you know, but I'm not as big of a fan as you are. So I don't know all the nuances, but I thought the set list was great. They played all the stuff that I was hoping that they would play that I did know. And then they played a lot of stuff I didn't know that all sounded great. I, I can't think of one song in particular. I'm like, oh, this freaking sucks. I didn't feel that way at all. And Armored Saint, I'd never seen him before. So if you guys want to read the review, it's on the Rock Pit. So rockpit.net and just search live reviews and all the photos and everything are there. Awesome. Tommy, while you have the floor, it, it, you got the, the topic today. So, all right, well, I'll try to verbalize this. I, I did for um, Mark and Lisa and they got it. So if you guys don't, I apologize because I have it in my head, but it's hard to, to, to say it. So what I thought we could talk about today is being KISS fan and things that are, are important to you about being a fan or reminiscing, like how do you still connect it? Uh, and stay connected with the band. So the first example I gave both of them, this is every time around this time of year, I end up listening to The Elder a bunch of times because it reminds me of being in high school, the record coming out during a snowstorm. So whenever we get close to Thanksgiving, I end up just playing that record over and over in the same way you listen to Christmas music before Christmas. And it just took me back. And I thought, you know, what other things do I do? on a, a semi-regular or regular basis. And what do our listeners do to kind of stay connected with the music and connected with that feeling of being, you know, a kid? Well, I will tell you, I have a similar because Creatures was released, you know, in October. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've shared this story and it's kind of a funny one. I've shared this story before, but uh, you know, cause we're always picking up new listeners. This is, this is half embarrassing, half hilarious. But since Love Gun, I've picked up every Kiss record on the day it's been released. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I remember when Creatures came out, I couldn't wait. And I remember after school, that was like I was in high school at the time. And, and I was like, I, I like I couldn't wait for the bell to ring to get out to drive myself to the mall to pick up creatures of the night because i knew they'd have it well i hung out at this record store a lot wait a minute um, you waited till school ended to go we just skipped school for the day i was a i went to catholic school oh, that's you know. right i forgot <laughs> <laughs> so um anyways so the girl who was probably a year or two older than me and who i found pretty attractive we got it we got along pretty well and we'd always just you know again back in the day you just went to the mall to hang out and I always went to the, and I just, and she was just a cool chick because she liked hard rock and, and she was really into Van Halen. And so was I, 
So, and, and plus at that time, 1982, there was nothing, nothing bigger than Van Halen. If, if you like that kind of music, I'll never forget. Cause we talked a lot. We just, just in general, but at the time, nothing was more uncool than Kiss. Nothing. So when I will never forget, when I walked up with Creatures of the Night, I'll never forget the look like, you're buying this? I'm like, yeah, it's a new Kiss record. Hard rock. It's great. Oh. <laughs> and I remember going, oh, man, she, she's not, not a Kiss fan. And it's yeah. funny because with all our hard rock and talk, I, for some crazy reason, and keep in mind, guys, this is where timelines everything. You, it's not 2022. You go, well, you know what? They're they continued on. It's they were at they they were circling the fucking drain when this record came out. But that and, reaction of oh, is, that stays with you. Yeah, yeah. So. Again, to the fan, I, I, God bless the fans who go, what do you mean the elder? And I'll, no, oh, look, man, it, if you were in real time, the first hit really was dynasty to a degree, meaning hit to the, yeah. to the hard rock Fred, you know, like, okay, but you know, the ace songs kind of make up for it, you know, and charisma's kind of rocking. Um, then when Unmasked came out, if you guys, anybody who's my age, roughly, that record didn't sell well. It wasn't promoted very well. You never heard anything. It kind of, if I remember correctly, that didn't barely struggle to go gold at the time. You know, now keep in mind, they're coming off of all these platinum records. And then when The Elder came out, you know, they're on solid gold. And, you know, you guys all know the history, but in case, if you didn't live it in real time, you're fucking clueless. You don't understand. Right. And again, here, here, here I am buying the brand new, which now in retrospect is Kiss's heaviest record in many, you know, and really did bring them back to form in many ways. But nobody knew that the person who sold it to me, I'm sure she thought it was just another piece of crap pop record that, you know, was the new Kiss record and Kiss hadn't been cool for, you know a few years at that point so but anyways when I, this time of year reminds me of creatures because i remember buying it i remember how excited i was because at that time you know going back to my timeline you know a couple episodes ago we were talking about you know kiss meets at the fan of the park i was 13 and 78 i it that was the first time i was really bummed out well, I had heard that this record was going to going to be a return to heavy metal, and yep. and I I believe that I did hear because we had a, a a late night rock program that would yeah, I remember hearing like I love it loud before the record came out like that you know, and I I remember the commercials you know leading up to you know the album's release and it just sounded you know and that was the whole thing the return of you know kiss being a heavy man and i wasn't disappointed you know um so yeah tommy that's this time of year to me yours is is the elder and i get it because i remember but no but I, in all fairness i do it with creatures as well 
Elder just sticks out in my head more because it was one of the first major snowstorms of that season and it wiped out our power for three or four days. So I was able to go get the record from the store because the power was on at the mall and I couldn't play it. So I'm sitting here just like looking at it going, what do I got to do here? And I even put it on my turntable and it was like spinning it, trying to hear what it would sound like. You know, and I thought, wow, the oath, that's fantastic. I can't wait to listen to it. So I waited and the power came back on, obviously, and I played it on and I get through the oath and then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. And and then, uh, you know, let you guys have your say, but there's certainly different times of the year (laughs) for different records. Alive is always my go to. But that alive, I still like playing in the summertime with the windows down. Yep. Um, yep. That's still the ultimate party record. That's still my favorite record of all time. Although, depending on what day you ask me, I got a couple that, that rival that at times too. But uh, uh, non kiss, I, I, I'm right up there with Double <clears throat> Live Gonzo. I, that same sort of feel, you know, windows down. A Budokan, same thing. It's funny. I, I'm just such a live album junkie, you know. I know you are. Probably because well, all it, the bands that I, I fell in love with were li- are, are live bands, you know what I mean? So, right. Go ahead. Well, I also think part of it, too, is, is that when you look at when the releases happened, you know, so many of the Kiss releases, at least the non-makeup era, were all in the fall. So they don't have the same memories to me as the Van Halen records, which in many cases, those were released in the spring, March, April, something like that. So then they were really hot in the summer. Everyone knew it by that point. So wherever you went beach wise, they were playing Diver Down or whatever, whereas Kiss was always that fall into winter thing. Oh, my God, Tommy, you just nailed a great memory, man. I, I remember where all the good times gone. Blair, I was working at the I worked at yep. a local beach. And I had, I can got to control the radio um, at this. I worked at the putt putt golf and that summer, man, where have all the good times gone was, you know, that and dancing in the streets. Yep. Were I, on Detroit radio. Those two songs were like, seemed to be played every other song. I mean, and, and God, you're right. Van Halen is probably the ultimate summer band. Totally. And it was all due to the timing of the releases. And so it got me thinking, because literally the other day I was listening to The Elder and I thought, well, what are my other triggers? You know, meaning that, okay, it starts to snow and get cold here. Oh, I got to listen to The Elder. What are your triggers for those of you listening? Obviously, Lisa and Mark as well. What takes you back? What gives you that sense of nostalgia? What puts you back in your bedroom when you were 15 years old or hanging out with your friends or like Mark was just saying, working at the golf place? What else? What, you know, what, what brings you back? What sticks to you year round in certain areas? I know, I know for me, um, I used to listen to side four of Alive 2 on the last day of school. Every, every time of last day of school, I'd always listen to side four of Alive 2. So when I listen to it now, that's what it reminds me of. But like, why? How did that ha- How did that start? I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just, that's, I don't know why I've always just started with that. It, I, don't, I can't think of a time when I didn't listen to it, you okay. know? Um, and then like, um, like Revenge. Every time I hear Revenge, I think of going to college because I went to college around that time 
and there was a pizza place across the street. And every time I go in, and they had it on the juice box. So every time I go in that pizza place for lunch, I play the entire album every day. So you know those people are like, oh, fuck. Well, here um, she comes again. Here Jesus. she comes again, playing the revenge album. But I did that every day. So it's like, those are the, I always said that music is the soundtrack to your life. And mm -hmm. that's, I mean, I can think of like crazy nights. I remember calling the radio station from Pittsburgh that I worked with, not then, but I used to call and request crazy nights all the time. And I have a, a, a I have a recording. Remember when you put the cassette tape in and then you press record when your song come on? I have a recording of me requesting crazy nights. Oh, that's great. So oh, you play, I remember you, you posted that. Yeah. I had to have that. Yeah. When I requested crazy nights and then I call and request uh, reason to live, which I do not like that song, but it was very popular. So anytime you can get kiss on the radio, that was cool. And then um, like Domino, I remember Gene Simmons called, we had him on the show, like when, when um, revenge came out and he did like a, like a phone, like a phone interview. And I got to write all the questions and like, I got to answer the phone, like when he called stuff like that. So like, that's, that's stuff I like when I hear revenge, I think of eating at that pizza place and working at the radio station and like having Gene call in and all that kind of stuff, you know, and have like the promos. I have all the promo CDs that are back. This was back in the day where they sent you like the little singles, the, yeah. the little DVD singles or CD singles. So I have a ton of those. Um, that the station let me keep because they knew how much of a, of a fan I was. So like, that's the stuff I remember, you know, and the elder speaking of the elder, I remember uh, I had the elder on each track and you know how, like when, like on, when it go to the next track, like it fade out yeah, and it switched the and then it come back in again. So I can't even listen to the elder on CD because all I can think in my head is the fade outs and the fade. It doesn't seem, it doesn't sound right unless those fades yeah. are in there. You know, same mm -hmm. Gene's solo album, same thing. Gene's solo album with the fades would come in and fade would come back, you know, fade back in and fade back out. By the way, who thought that was a good idea? I don't know, because it's because it was um, uh, uh, Man of a Thousand Faces. Man of a Thousand Faces on the A track, faded out. And da, 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 So it would go fade out and then it would go click. I'll never that song. I can't listen to it because I just I'm I'm waiting for the fade out thing to come. The in. click. The click. Yeah. I'm waiting for the clicks, and it's in. I know where all those things are, but anyway. So th for me, it's mostly like what I would what I was listening to at the time, you know. So going like '87 uh, was listening to Crazy Nights and. And oh boy, look at the time. I like crazy nights. And you know what else was you know what else was um that I was thinking too? Do you remember back in the day the arcades that had um the videos? Yeah and you could it was like a buck or two bucks and you got to pick like a video. Oh we did I I wasn't going to arcades. Seriously, I'm no no joking. I I, I don't remember arcades with any video in them. It was again, I we were I was a mall rat, we used to go every Friday. And there was an arcade upstairs and it had, it was one downstairs and you would, it, and it was like a, it was like a projection screen. And then you'd pay money and you, there was only like five videos you could choose from, but one of them was a heaven's on fire. And I played that thing over and over 
everybody in the arcade probably hated me. But when I think of Heavens on, when I listen to Heavens on Fire, I think of that arcade playing that. Right. That. See, and that's exactly what this is whole this whole thing is about. So I have a direct question for Mark. Because you collect so many different items. And I know that they come from a lot of different sources. And, and I know that you're a completist, like, for instance, posters. You want to collect every KISS poster. But when you start thumbing through the pile of posters do you have, do you see the posters themselves as something that makes you reminisce? Or is it thumbing through a magazine? Do you have any of those types of triggers? Because, like, I find oh myself. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, Are so you tell kidding me. Okay, so tell us about some of those. I'm, I'm going to hand, because I, I told you, uh, I think I shared that with you, Tommy. If you guys remember at the beginning of summer, I had to tear my whole basement apart because I was getting my basement waterproofed. I still haven't put everything up back up yet. I've been putting like, that's a come if you look around, there's shit stacked. I just, I just don't have it here. I'm going to see if I can do this. I, you know, I've got stuff just fucking stacked. Like it's not put away where it should be. And it's weird. As a matter of fact, I think that's one of my poster boxes. You know, those are all, those are all posters and they're, they're filed away. Like, uh, like, like you'd put newspaper, excuse me, like comic books, except I built that bin. I built it out of plywood so I could store my posters in there so I could look at them anytime I want but I'm gonna this is something that was you're gonna appreciate this Lisa this is something I got signed during the revenge oh, wow. and this goes this goes up over here I just haven't put it up yet well look carefully at the back of Bruce's jacket It's Bruce. Bruce didn't like the way it stuck out right there. Uh -huh. So when he signed it, he filled it in with black marker. Oh my god, that is he, so funny. He, Not that the like, I mean, I don't know. When he was signing he goes, I, he goes, he goes, I like this picture, but I hate the way my jacket looks. So he filled it in. Jesus. Can you guys is that can you see? Now that I one? can see it. Yeah. Now I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Only so, Bruce. So I again I got the 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 whole band every members signed this. That's what I love. First but, of all, I but, love Bruce's jacket in that photo. But but it's this but this poster out of the literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posters, this one isn't put away. This one's got a little sentimental to it. Um, be, that's one of the cool things. I mean, what you just said, Tommy. Every time I look up at that fucking thing. I remember Bruce going, hold on, I got to fill this in. How long ago, how long ago did you get that signed? I got that signed at the Alive 3. At the Alive 3. And that was just, just when I kind of met Eric too. You know what I mean? Um, so it, this poster is very, still to this day, it's, you know, it's still, it's got a great feeling about it. I remember everything about that day. I remember getting there early. I remember making sure. Do you guys remember you had to buy a live three for like a penny or some, or no, you had to buy, yeah, you had to buy something then for a penny more. You had to buy another kiss release. And then they gave you the, the, the tickets for the meet and greet, which. Oh, is that how it was? I had, 
I got I got mine through the radio station, so I have no idea. And um, and the the location was on. Undis- they never told you where the location was until the day of. Oh. Because That's they didn't want everybody like flooding the location site, so it was very like. I think you had a call. I think we had a call. Everybody who got that, and we. Had oh, a- I I still have my pass. I have know? mine too. It's over, it's over there somewhere. Yeah. So um. And I'll never forget, too, because Liz and I, we were new parents. My son had was just born like less than a year um, before that. And uh, we took one of my friends had a had a, uh, a kiss shirt made for him. And it was like giving my son his very first kiss shirt. And um, when we got to the line, they told my that's what my wife brought to get signed. You know, I brought you know, that poster and a couple other things. And my wife just wanted his first kiss shirt signed. And the guy doing the meet and the guy, you know, who was from the theater said, no, no clothing. We're not going to do it. And when we walked up there, Liz kind of looked bummed. And Paul Stanley goes to her, what do you, what's wrong? You, you don't have nothing to get signed. And she's like, well, I've got the shirt, but the guy said, you, you, you can't, we won't, you, you don't sign clothing. And he looked, Paul looked at the guy like, F you. She goes, you got this. She goes, says to Liz, do you have the shirt? Yeah, it's right here. And Paul looked down the line to everybody and said, you make sure you sign this shirt. So we still have it to this day. It was my son's first kicker. And, you know, all four members signed it. That's what I mean. It's look, when people say don't meet your idols or whatever, I've never had that experience with anybody who's currently a member of Kiss. Um, I I was going to say, I haven't either. (laughs) <laughs> I've got I've got some kind of not so good stories about a couple people who are ex-members of Kiss, but uh, I'll keep those to myself. But, uh, you know, everybody who's currently in the band, um, you know, and, uh, and and Mr. Kulik have been nothing but wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people every single time. So and that's just the truth. That's no bullshit. That's not kissing. Ass. That's just the truth. Does dropping the needle on some vinyl take you back? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know. I'm asking these questions because, like, I don't own vinyl. I don't have a record. I purposefully purposefully play my vinyl just for that reason. It gives me that. I, I, I think I've said this before. I have a, if you're familiar with the late 70s, mid to late 70s, um, uh, what was the tape? Maxell commercial with the with the guy in the rock like the chair and hair yeah i I literally have a recliner that looks totally out of place in my basement it's about 15 feet from my stereo it makes no sense when you walk down in the basement until you go oh that's where he sits to listen to music and i have my chair it's not a jerk off station no. <laughs> Tommy, my 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 uh my kids listen to this. So um so no, I, I sit with my my recliner, I turn on the music and everything goes bye-bye. And I'm gonna be doing that a lot soon because um well as as anybody who knows me, well, I'm a big recumbent guy, meaning a bike rider those that's the kind of bikes with the and that's something i do a lot i do it 
year. I try to do it year round, but you know, we're getting snow now and stuff. I tried doing the, the, the kind of bike that I ride isn't good in the snow. Let's just say that. So I'm going to be spending a lot more time <clears throat> doing vinyl. Matter of fact, that's one thing that's crazy. Like I said, a few minutes ago, my stereo isn't set up right now. So I plan on um, the Friday after Thanksgiving is in my, in my mind. That's when I'm going to, I've been so busy. I work so much and then I've been gigging a lot and you know, all the trips that I've taken, I'm not complaining. These are wonderful right. problems to have, but I, I would God just in the last, six months you know i've been to florida a handful of times just got back from california you know earlier you know just it's been a look again i'm the luckiest guy in the world every time i get up and look in the mirror i go that's one lucky mf let me tell you but so, do you, um, but, but do either one of you purposely become nostalgic or purposely sit down to feel the nostalgia or yeah. does something catch your eye or mind and you sit down and then you go down the rabbit hole? I go down the rabbit hole sometime. Both. Yeah. I will, I will tell you, you know, it's funny last week that uh, I didn't play them because my record player isn't, isn't set up or my, it's not my record, my, my stereo system isn't set up right now because it's still in the middle of my basement where I put it this way. Everything that I need to put back is put back. Like, Liz, when she gets the Christmas stuff, I, I all that stuff, my stuff isn't put back because when I put it back, I've literally got, you know, probably 40 posters to put up on, on those walls. And, uh, you know, I've got to put things back where they belong. But when I was getting these wasp records out, you know, um, to get signed, I told you last week, I'm like, God, you know what? I, the whole seeing striper on the cruise just rekindled my, I forgot. I, I literally forgot how much I liked them because I didn't like what they did. You know, like I said, in the, in the, in the late eighties and I kind of checked out then. And I went, when I was down there with the, the wasp, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to, and I just pulled them out just to look at them. I'm like, here's my die cut yellow and black attack. You know what I mean? I was just going, yeah. Yeah. You, because I, I remember, you know, they, they were a band that weren't huge. And I remember having to special order some of that stuff, even when it was new. And I've right. told the story before, Tommy, I think I've even shared it with you. When I read that Motley Crue um, review before Too Fast was out, you know, meaning the, the Electra version. And I remember special ordering that. I was just one of those kids that was like, I'd read about something and I'd go, I, I you know, I, I, another time, another thing I've shared on the show before, I, I remember being such a fan of cream magazine that I knew that one of these record reviewers hated heavy metal, hated it. So if he hated a band, I bet you I'd like it. If he reviewed it mm -hmm. worked like a fucking charm. I think I was 10 yep. for 10. Yep. Um, I knew this, people this, like that with movies. Yeah. yeah. This one guy hated fucking heavy metal. I'll never forget. Um, and he just just ripped this one more. I think it was the live Motorhead record. I'm like, if he hates it this much, it's got to be the greatest thing ever. And sure as fuck, <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. So, what about you, Lisa? What takes you back? Lisa, I'm thinking. 
Ooh, that was kind of naughty. I'm thinking. I was gritting my teeth. What did okay, you say? Let's do this. All right, so let's do this then. I'm going to name a song. Okay. And each one of you tell me if it resonates with either one of you and what memory that it triggers for you. Okay. Okay. Got it. Lick it, lick it up. Want me to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm letting you because I've been talking for the last 15 minutes. Oh, uh, when I hear us lick it up, I think the memory that triggers for me is at that um, official Kiss Expo in Pittsburgh, I got to sing with them. That's what triggers it. And I there was, there was a recording somewhere. I don't know where it is. I had I videotaped the entire like two hours of that footage, and now I can't find it. I, I told you I have that. I'm looking for no, it. No, you my do wall. not. You don't have it from the Pittsburgh Expo. I have a Pittsburgh Expo. I have every single one of them. Videotape or audio? Yes, video. Shut the front door. Every single one. I have every single night of that tour. Because you'll not night. It's the Kiss Expo. Yeah, it's a Kiss oh. Expo. Because that's the one there. where I got to say, you know. That's when I went ballsy and I didn't care. And they're like, does anybody want to sing? I'm like, I'll do it. I'm like, I don't uh, even care if okay, I suck. So we need to find that for Lisa. Yeah, I do. I 100% have. I, have, I have every single night of the uh, official. Anyways, lick it up. Mine's yeah. easy because two, for two reasons. One, uh, my, my steady girlfriend at the time kind of never got my whole kiss obsession. Is um, this the girl from Ted Nugent show? No. no. Okay. Just asking. Uh, no. But all of a sudden, Kiss was on the radio, and that song was cool. And they were coming to town, and people cared again. And I'm like, kind of like how Michael describes, I'm like, well, the last record was actually better than this. And don't get me wrong, this is cool, but the other record, I thought, should have been played on the radio even more. But at the time, it's like, Kiss is cool again, and they're on the radio. So lick it up to this day, that's what it reminds me of, was, Okay, Kiss is good again to the masses, but I never checked out, you know, may not have liked what they were doing, but my fandom didn't, you know, didn't wane a bit. I still was carrying the torch, man. For me, it was the fall of 83 and the anticipation of them taking off the makeup and releasing a new record because I was would get so excited when the new record was going to come out regardless of what year. And I remember hearing Lick It Up on the radio and just being so surprised that they're playing it on the radio. You know, and so when I hear that song, lots of times it takes me back to that small little window of four or five weeks in the fall of 83. Um, take me. When I hear Take Me, I think of, um, do you remember the video for Take Me? I forget what it, and Gene, and Gene goes, Take Me! Remember oh, that? that's on the Houston. The Houston, yes, he's doing the remember, falsetto. I bought that, I bought that at a, at a record show. Um, God, back in the late Just, just so everybody knows, that's not a, a video like a home video. That's a concert video yeah, from a, Houston. Matter of fact, it's part of the Kissologies. Yep. Gene's, but I have it. Gene's high vocal. Yeah. Gene's harmony vocal 
is higher than Paul. It always cracked me up because it was just so like, you know, I'd be watching, you know, I'm watching it and it's like, you never expect Gene to go, take me. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's what it reminds me of. And and the reason, even for that, that uh, show is that I have every single one of those tapes and I probably bought them for Mark at some (laughs) point. (laughs) Um, I, I, those were like, I had like a handful of, of those concert videos that I bought at record shows. And those were like my prized possessions, my Largo, Largo 79 was the very first uh, video I, I ever bought. That was one of my first ones too. So that one always, that one holds dear. And, and so does the Houston 77 one. So yeah, but you're right at that. That's shocking. The first time you hear yeah. that, because again, for those who don't play in a band or don't, you know, when you hear the voices mixed, it sounds good. Paul Gene's doing that part on the record. It's just, it's down in the mix and yeah, falls yeah. up here. So, you know, that's why it's a harmony vocal. But when 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 Gene's part is up here and falls down here, it's fucking weird sound. Yeah, it was really that's why that's what it reminds me. Every time I hear that, I was like, whoa. So honestly, take me. Um I just remember getting that record um in the you know the late late fall i I, again i got that within a week because again like i said from love gun on i've gotten every record the day it was released that one i got probably a couple days after it was released and i i I think i told the story a couple weeks ago of we were able to bring music to our our classroom i was in sixth grade and i'll never forget i played love them and leave them and I'll never forget my teachers looking at me, my teacher, because of that lift your dress, you want to impress, you know, and he just kind of gave me the look like, uh, what are we listening to? But that, um, I, that's still my favorite uh, uh, studio record. So, you know, everything on that, that was, again, that was another great reason why I loved the, the Kiss Cruise 11. They played four songs off of Rock and Roll. Totally, um, totally pumped. Um, gotta take this. This is my kid, so okay. I have to, I have to bail, um, because I have to take Lily. Do you, Tommy, you want me to make you the host? I am right now. You're muted. Oh, it's, it's okay. I tell you what, let me call you back in like five minutes. Still muted. All right, love you. Um, no, I tell you what, do you want me to make you the host? Let's, let's just wrap it up because I, you know, I, yeah, because I gotta go like right now. So can I, I'll make, I'll, I'll make somebody the host so you guys can continue. If Tommy, I, I can go, I can go for another 10 minutes or so. Tommy, I mean, it's up to unmute, Tom. unmute yourself. Yes. There you are. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make you the host. Where? He's, he's mute again. You're mute. No, I'm not. Oh, now you, now you're not. <laughs> I'm just messing with her. For the love of Jesus, I swear. Oh, to I tell you what, let, let, let's just wrap it up then, and then, yeah. and then, and then. Are you sure? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're good. I got. This is the this shit. is the unfinished episode. This is good. All right. Yeah, because I I got to I think it takes yeah. like twenty minutes to get to the church, so I have to go. And I got to okay. get I got to call my son back. So. Well, that's all you get. Bye. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-477 for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and...
by jessicamarsvoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.